We're live, bud. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Marketing Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Abram Gonzalez, joined by my co-host. Roger guy. He goes, how are you guys doing out there? I caught him off guard. He just didn't even have a clue. Like I was going to intro him like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the, the episode rundown here and I was like, wait a minute, is he waiting for me? <laughs> I am waiting for you, buddy, but uh, not for long. Today we're talking about uh, defining your UVP, your unique value proposition. This is the thing that turns your business, your product, your service from a commodity to something that's truly special. And there's a lot of benefits in defining your unique value proposition. We're going to get into some of those, but today's play. But Roger, tell me why this one is near and dear to your heart, because I think you were the one that came up with the idea for this episode. Well, you know, for me, when I, when I begin marketing uh, work for any client, I always, one of the things I always ask is, what sets you apart from your competitors? Because part of marketing, I believe, or and this may be the essential part, uh, depending on how you look at it, is setting yourself apart from your competitors and saying, come to me, come to us. We're going to do this better. And you have to have something. You have to set it apart. And it can be something as simple as we're close to the freeway so you can get in and out, or we have the most experience, or we want the most awards. Something that sets you apart, that puts you on a bit of a pedestal. And the way I like to to really look at it is your UVP is what will make a person drive an extra two or three blocks to go see you or pay an extra 10 to 15% for your services or for your products because they're going to get that little thing that they're not going to get anywhere else. And when you stop to think about it, if you think about your favorite places to go, there's generally something about that place that sets apart. So is there a favorite steakhouse that you like to go to? It's probably someplace that you think like they do this here, that that's better. They may have better roles or they have better service. Or if you have a, a favorite uh, movie theater, let's well, just right around the corner, whatever that might be. It's something that sets you sets that particular establishment apart from the competitors. So I love digging deep into this because it, then once you understand this, that's where the magic starts happening. So I'm really excited to get into the numbers for this one. Yeah. And you know, the thing about developing and defining your UVP is that it also makes it easier to market your business. Right. And so we're going to be talking about today with getting to the statistics and, and what you need to know and the play that you're actually going to run today to take action on this nugget for you is, um, well, you know what, actually we'll save it for later. Let's get into the stats, right? So I'll kick things off here. Let's talk about the numbers. 64% of businesses have established value propositions, uh, meaning that they are known for something, they are aware of something, and they're talking about that something. You think about the number of businesses that stay in business, there's a lot of crazy stats out there about how long um, or how, how, how short actually the lifespan is of a new business on average. You know, a lot of people go out of business in their first few years. Um, it's no coincidence that the established businesses have an established unique value proposition. What do you want to say about that? Well, and I think it's just just shows to show you that only two thirds of companies actually put this into thought to, to establish it. And so if you 
uh, to establish it yourself, then you, there's a chance that you might have a leg up. And like you said, it makes it easier for you to market yourself, to promote your business, because you have that defining characteristic that just sets you apart. And, it, and creating your own DV, uh, UVP or defining it does not have to be a big, long exercise. It's actually pretty easy to do once you stop to think about it. But once you do, you have that leg up. You, you know, when you look at there's probably two, uh, at least one third of your competitors that are, are not able to define it, at least define it in a way that attracts le- new customers and keeps current ones coming back. And I think that leads into our second stat, right? That only 2.2% of companies have useful value propositions, you know, because you it, just saying that you're the best, right? I have the best customer service. Well, isn't it like kind of expected that you have great customer service? So what is that thing that goes beyond? Yeah, it's why well, I always say, what's that thing that they can get from you that they can't get anywhere else? That is of value. You, you can't say, oh, we have the largest parking lot. What does that care for anybody? You know, unless you drive a bus, you know, it's, <laughs> it has to be something that means something to the customer that's going to add a little something extra to the, the the main product or service that you're you're uh, delivering. Think of it as like an awesome side dish. Your UVP not is not necessarily going to be the product or service itself. It's going to be that little bit of extra that they're going to get with that because that is what's going to set you apart. Because if you and your competitor, let's say you're a mechanic, if you and the competitor both do oil changes, but you provide a little something extra. You know, it's just, hey, we replace your wiper fluid or we check your, we replace your brake fluid or something simple like that. We rotate your tires. That little bit of extra is what's going to get people coming back to you because you provide extra and it has to have, has to be useful to the, to the customer. So that's where that 2.2% is really valuable. And I think about it, if you do that, if you're able to define it, then, uh, or define what that useful is, you're ahead of your competition by almost 98%. So it's, it becomes really huge. So um, I'll go on with the next one. The next number, the average attention span of people is eight seconds. That's down from 12 seconds to 2,000. The reason that's important to this discussion is you have to get people's attention right away with your marketing. They're not going to stand around and wait for you to make a compelling argument. Your compelling argument has to be ready. And your UVP is part of that. When you're able to tell the customer what you can provide to them, uh, that's unique, that stands out from the rest of the competition, it's going to stand out. It's going to draw their attention. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, if the attention span is down from 12 seconds to eight seconds, or we're getting closer and closer to the speed of goldfish, then, you know, it's, uh, we don't have much time to demonstrate exactly what it is that, that we offer and, and being clear about it. You know, I think that first stat about established value propositions is important because that means that you could easily articulate it. You know, if it's not established, it's, you probably have a hard time articulating what it is that you do different. If you have a hard time articulating it, there's no way you can speak to people in a concise enough manner to get their attention, capture their attention, and keep it. Yes. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell us, uh, lead us into the next stat here. Yeah, let's talk about it. 86% of buyers are willing to pay more for better customer experience. So like Roger was saying earlier, And I love how you put it, you know, what's that thing that's different about you that'll have people paying a bit more or a lot more 
for your service. That'll have them driving from even further to do business with you. If people are willing to pay more for better customer experience, you know, I think about like flying first class. If you've ever flown, if you've ever flown first class, it's not that much different than flying coach. But I'll tell you this, the big difference I found was that they don't treat you like cattle when you're in first class, right? You're in, you're in coach and they're like, get a move on, buddy. Get back there, you know, buckle up, right? They'll slap you around a little bit. You don't even get peanuts or a, a drink unless you pay for it a lot of times, right? So even just that little thing being treated like a human versus cattle, right? People are willing to pay just for that difference and sometimes a lot more for that difference. Yes. And the other thing I like to look at it from this aspect is it can help how your company operates in general. Because when you sit there, you identify your UVP, you say, this was as part of this, what helps define us. Then that becomes part of your branding, it becomes part of your identity. And you can, and you can say to each one of your employees, particularly the ones that are frontline, that are interacting with your customers on a daily basis. This is how we do business. This is how we. This is what we want to be known by. This we we're the we're the company that that smiles every interaction. We're the company that gives an extra 30 percent, whatever they need something, whatever it is, whatever you do that's special, whatever makes you stand out. You want to be known for it in your community. You want to be known for it in your industry. So you have to hammer it down, and that creates a better customer experience or better experience for your customers. And uh, to your point. Uh, Abram, once you do that, once you 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 come to that, people are going to pay extra for that because then they know that that little bit of extra that they pay, they're paying because it's that peace of mind that when I go there, my needs are going to be uh, taken care of and I'm going to be treated properly and I don't have to worry about that. And that, that peace of mind, people don't really think about that in marketing because they're so quick and so um, eager just to get people uh, to uh, um, to their website, to their social media, to get them to come in, to get them to call, that they often forget about that customer experience at, at developing UVP and making sure that people understand it inside and outside your organization create just can create so much of a better customer experience and has so many benefits that it's hard to just go through them all in just a little bit of an, uh, of an episode. You'll probably do a whole episode just on developing a customer experience. Yeah, it's funny how um, how much of your operations, in fact, can be a marketing uh, tool and a marketing exercise in themselves. Yeah, I know our oh. next stat. Oh, oh, well, oh. I was gonna say I was gonna go to the next stat. Uh, well, I was just gonna say our next stat, uh, and, and I'll just introduce real quick. It's thirty point seven million small businesses in the U.S. Now I know with the pandemic that might have taken a hit, but even so. That's just a huge number. I know you have some thoughts on this, so I'll let you go ahead and run with them. Yeah, well, there's a lot of competition, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the whole point we put this stat on here. 30 million other businesses in the United States. You know, the same is going to be true in other countries around the world. Lots of businesses, lots of competition. So how can you possibly expect to compete if there's not something different than you? Otherwise... What are you competing based off of? Price, basically. And that's a really, really tough place to be as a small business, you know, competing solely based off of your price. That also means that you're going to get customers that you maybe wouldn't want to work with 
if all they're looking for is price. If you're just like every Joe Schmo out there, good luck. You're probably not going to be in business much longer. And and especially tough because uh, when you're just going off of price, eventually may not happen this month, may not happen next month, may not even happen this year, but a national competitor will come for you. And the national competitors just have no further to look than Walmart or Amazon. They'll eat you up because they can compete on price like no other. You have to be able to give your audience an experience that they can get nowhere else. And that is what will keep you in business. That, that will keep people coming back because they're going to say, this is what I want from them. And that's why I always ask. That's one of my first questions. What do you provide that, you, that your customers or your clients cannot get anywhere else? So once you understand that, once you're able to put that into a clear-cut statement that can be used in your marketing, it, it, it will make things so much better for you. It'll make things, uh, your marketing uh, much more effective. It'll help bring your staff together. It, it helps you in so many different ways. Uh, that's why this one was so important for me to do in the, in, in, with this episode and why I get so passionate about this particular topic. Yeah, so let's talk about now that we've gone over the numbers, gone over the stats, what you need to know in order to run this play. So if you're going to define your unique value proposition, this is what you need to know about it before you start doing it, right? So I'll just jump right into it. Roger already touched on it. What your UVP is has to have real value to your audience. So in other words, if they don't care about it or it doesn't matter that much or it's not memorable, it has no value, right? Whereas on the flip side, if they're talking about it, if they come back for it, if you can actually attach even a theoretical like dollar amount to it, chances are higher that there is value to it. Exactly. Because, and again, this is so important. It has to, you have to look at it through the lens of your audience, through the lens of of the people you want coming to call or coming into your, your place of business, calling you. It has to have value to them. And again, I'll say it, and this is how I describe to my clients. It does not necessarily have to be the product itself. It can be a little extra thing that you add an extra uh, amenity or something. And sometimes it is just as simple as geography. If it's something like, hey, we're right next to a freeway, uh, it gets you in and out, and then you add a little something extra to that. There's so many things that you could do that can make it uh, better. So uh, make your product better, make your services better. So you just have to look at what extra value or what unique value are you adding to your product and services that they're not going to get anywhere else. I'll give a little shout out to the book Talk Triggers which has some great examples of unique value propositions that inspire people to talk about your product or service. And one of the examples that I keep thinking of as we record this episode today is the Doubletree Hilton Hotel. They give you a warm chocolate chip cookie every time you check in. And people rant and rave about the chocolate chip cookie. It's a small thing, right? But it can be such a big deal for folks. And I remember when Roger and I were like, coming up with the stats and the ideas for this particular podcast, we mentioned the discount tire as a company that we both love and have found some loyalty to because 
the thing that they do that's extra that's just kind of like, whoa, are you serious? Man, that's awesome. Is like we've both gone there with tires that we didn't realize we didn't buy at discount tire and they fixed our flat. Like they pulled the screw out or whatever it was that was in there and fixed our flat and sent us home for free. Yeah. That's amazing. like, holy crap, Munga. So yeah. yeah. And, and you know, another one is that, that is, and it, just to show you how surprising this can be is I, in high school and even to this day, I go back for it, but in high school, I used to work at Sodic drive-in and people used to go bonkers for the crushed ice they're the only fast food place that i know of at least on a local at a, on a national level there might be local places where you live but at least on a national level of the big uh fast food chains that i know of that has the crushed ice people would go bonkers i kid you not i would get i had multiple regulars that would order one drink and they would order four three or four cups of just crushed ice that we would charge 75 bucks per or 75 cents per and send them off because they just love that crushed ice. So it can be just something just as small as that that can make the difference and get people coming back. So just what has value? And it depends on, on your audience, depends on your business, but just take think about it. And that is the play action for this week. It is helping you be prepared. So uh, what we want to do here, what you want to do is make a list of your five favorite brands, mix it up between products and services, and write a sense about each describing what you think their UVP is. Next, make a list of the things that your customers, clients are saying about your product or service. And you'll find clues if you don't know it. You'll think about it. Ask your, ask your employees or see if people have like comments and then, and then see what they say, see what those things are, see how those things compare and contrast with each other. And eventually you'll be able to understand what sets you apart. And we'll better understand better what sets you apart. What are your thoughts on that? Well, this exercise of looking at some of your favorite brands and, and deciphering what you believe to be is their UVP is important for you to flex your muscles as a marketer. Also, when you look at companies that are not your own, it's often a bit easier to figure out what that thing is because you know, you're, you're a bit less biased and you're not as close to it. So that's, this is why we designed this exercise for you is because sometimes getting out and looking at it from a different perspective can help you bring that knowledge and that insight back to your own business and your own brand. So do this exercise, take it seriously. It'll take you maybe like 10 minutes. Think about your favorite brands, write this stuff down and you'll become a better marketer at the process. If you can start discovering this thing, these kinds of things and thinking like a marketer in your day-to-day life, how do you think that's going to translate to your business? Powerfully. Powerfully, exactly. Because you're going to be able to really define who you are, what sets you apart, and it's going to make everything better. So uh, I think that's it. I think we, we really uh, hammered down the, the idea of UVP, the importance. Do you want to... Uh, uh, define anything else or anything else to say about uh, unique value proposition or setting your UVP before we head on out? No, sir. That's a wrap. All right. Well, for Roger Gallegos and Abram Abram Gonzalez. There you go. I was was about to set you up, but you were drinking water there. Abram Gonzalez, this is the Small Business Marketing Playbook Podcast. We'll see you next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.